according to Tech Cabal's State of Tech in Africa, uh, in Africa report, the Nigerian tech sector received $540 million in venture capital funding in 28 deals in the first quarter of 2022. Oh, yes. $540 million in venture capital funding in 28 deals in the first quarter of 2022. That's over, what, $300 billion now coming into the sector from VC funding alone. So clearly this is a high growth part of the economy, employing more and more Nigerians, putting the country on the map globally. So the question is, does the Nigerian tech sector need the government? What does it need from the government? Does the startup bill provide it? Uh, joining me to answer these questions is someone who helps uh, build the tech sector for a living. He is a product lead at Founders Fact uh, Factory Africa. It's a venture capital firm and venture studio. Chief Andy Boforibo, good to have you on the show. Welcome back to uh, Balogun and Broad. Always great to be here, Sunday. Now, Lagos, I want to hear from you as well. If you have questions about this bill, this is the first time you're hearing about this bill. If you work in tech, if you're a founder, tell us what you think uh, the problems in the industry are, what you think um, can be done, uh, you know, what you, what it should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing to help. Uh, women, call us uh, on 07, 01465-7190. Men, call us on 0700-993-993-993. And we're streaming live, by the way, on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're streaming on YouTube as well, Nigeria Info FM. Chief, before we get into this, what exactly does Founders Factory um, do in the tech space? Because <laughs> yeah, so I hear Founders Factory and I'm like, hmm, what, what? Yeah, so Finance Factory Africa, like you said, um, we're in venture capital, but we're a VC firm with a difference. We're three in one. We are, um, so we provide investment. So we, we invest in ventures. We also engage in venture building and venture acceleration. So we are an investor, a builder, and an accelerator. So we, we give them money, and we also you know, we put in hundreds of thousands of dollars into our companies. Uh, apart from that, we also help them build their products and build their business. So, mm. for instance, I'm a product manager, a product lead. I help in the building of the product mm. and in and, and business model. Mm. And then once we help them get a viable business model and viable product, we also accelerate. We help them get to market, build traction, and grow. Mm. So we, we we focus on early stage, pre-seed investments. Okay. Okay, so you just... You know, threw around a lot of buzzwords, uh, and my grandmother is listening, and she's like, "What does he mean by precede?" So, can you explain what that means? It just means um, a company that is just starting. Okay. Sometimes all they have is just the idea. Hmm. They have they've seen a problem in the market. Mm -hmm. They believe they have the solution. They're able to articulate the solution, which they think can work, but they are not yet able to implement it because, well, they don't have the money yet. Mm. So they come to us, and if we believe in the vision, we believe that there's something there, we will help them with the money, but not just the money. We'll help them, you know, refine that solution, think about it better, um, get to the market, talk to their market, and build it out. You realize that you just told over a million Lagosians who listen to me that you have money to give to their business, right? Well, not me personally. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to find you online. <laughs> but anyways, um, I want to start with the objectives of the bill, as described uh, in the bill itself, because I spent time reading it. It's intended to, quote, provide a legal and institutional framework for the development of startups in Nigeria. And to A, provide an enabling environment for the establishment, development, and operation of startups in Nigeria. B, provide for the development and growth of technology-related talent. And C, position Nigeria's startup ecosystem as the leading digital technology center in Africa. I think, I think, I think the first, the, the important first question to ask is, which of these objectives do you believe are valid goals for government? And which do you think government <laughs> really has no business with? All right. So it's a great question. I think we take them one by one. I'm just following you along here on the bill here mm -hmm. and in the preamble. And it's talking about uh, providing an enabling environment right. for the establishment, development, and operation of startups. I think we always say, and we all agree, that government should be in the business of setting up an, an enabling environment for business. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a no-brainer. I think the question becomes, 
is that any different for a startup than it is for a regular business. So, yeah, so if government were just doing the job of creating an env enabling environment for business anyway, would there be a specific need to do that for startups? So that's, I think, is a critical question there. In terms of, uh, you know, um, development of technology-related talent, well, definitely, um, in all sectors, government plays an important critical role in education and in training capacity building. Uh, that's why government is involved in tertiary education. That's why government is supposed to be involved in vocational um, training as well. The whole idea is government looks at the manpower or the personnel gaps in, in the society. Okay, these are the sectors that are booming, but they have these personnel needs. So we either directly fund or we incentivize training and development for those um, you know, personnel needs. So definitely that's a fair um, objective. And then finally, um, positioning the ecosystem as the leading digital tech center in Africa. Well, I guess the question there is, well, is it heading that way anyway? And is this a situation where government is needed for that? Or is it a situation where if government remains out of the way, we will get there? Hmm. So I think that's what's worth exploring. Now, this bill sets up a whole bunch of institutions to... Um, regulate the space, yes? Yeah. That's always where I'm um, a bit weary. <laughs> when you just said that, I, <laughs> I looked at your face and I was like, yeah. You, I mean, you have the National Council on Digital Innovation, right. uh, chaired by the President and VP, uh, Ministers of Comms, Finance, Science and Tech, Industry, CBN Governor, DG of NITA, two reps from Nigeria Computer Society. I didn't know we had a Nigeria Computer Society. Yes. Three reps from Startup Consultative Forum. Right. And the council is supposed to coordinate all government policies that affect the sector to right. meet the objectives of the bill. It's going to be able to um, give research grants to institutions, universities, and individuals. You hear this, and what's, what's hitting you, Chief? Well, I think the first thing that hits me is... Um, the question has to be, should this be a cabinet-level um, organization? You know, and not just a cabinet level. I mean, yeah, His Excellency the President himself. I mean, you hear $540 million in the first quarter. You're like, oh, these children are making a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think there are lots of people in the industry who would just be a bit, you know, I don't know what the word I should use here. Um, startled to hear that. Um, I mean, the president himself and, is going and to the, be the vice president and yes. the CBN governor, and it's like, okay, why? Yeah, it, it's it, it's a bit interesting that it's at that higher level, but it's because, as the, the bill states, that they're going to be formulating policy. So it's policy formulation to coordinate at all, you know, across all MDAs hmm. policies to improve um, the situation for the tech sector. Um, of course, that raises the question. But yeah, the president? But that raises the question. Like, So you already have the NEC, the National Economic Council, mm -hmm. chaired by the vice president. Mm -hmm. That is, so, And you also have the, under the, the office of the vice president, mm -hmm. the office responsible for ease of doing business. Mm -hmm. So you ask yourself, is there an overlap here? And if you already have these organs at cabinet level and higher, do we need one more coordinator mm. at cabinet level? Mm. So that's a, a fair question to ask. Then you know the thing with the with this with the council, the council is not day to day, so day to day the council has a secretariat. Right now, the secretariat is actually NIDDA. Yeah, that's under the bill. The way the bill wants to structure it is mm -hmm. that the secretariat to handle the day to day activity for the council is going to be NIDDA. Yeah, so the DG of NIDDA will serve as the secretary, uh, you know, the the head of the secretariat of this um you know you know startup agency council. Yeah. council. Right and. The secretariat now is the one to enforce whatever policies are being formulated, supervise. They also have a role in defining who is a startup and who isn't under the law. And, you know, actually it's called, you know, labeled startup. So a startup that passes the test for the, from the secretariat, from NIDDA, will be, will be called a labeled startup and be issued a certificate. Hmm. And those that don't, will well not be labeled startups hmm. and they are also apart from that supposed to you know determine you know what funding programs come out of the you know of, of the sector mm -hmm. or for the sector what um partnerships strategic partnerships are set up between 
you know, the government now, the council, and uh, incubators, accelerators, investors, other players in the ecosystem. Mm. So it's a very powerful organ, suddenly. Mm, mm. NIDA is being given a lot, lot of powers here. How do you feel about that? Well, the thing with this is you have to ask um, what are the pros and cons. Now, on the one hand, you know, anytime you have one actor, interested actor, with a lot of power to, you know, shape policy and move things, mm -hmm. it, 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 it creates the opportunity to really move the ball forward. Right. But on the other hand, when you're assessing policy, you have to ask yourself, well, what are the downsides? What happens if that actor is not motivated or is motivated in a negative way? So, for instance, the idea that a, um, a government agency like NIDA um, with some input from, you know, select people from the tech, tech ecosystem, which is what is listed here, will now have the right to decide who is a startup and who isn't. Mm. Um, there is a bit of a, a an alarm there because that means um, the government can pick winners. And it's very important to note that not only will the label startups receive direct funding from, you know, you know the secretariat, that's mm. NIDA and, you know, a fund, which also the bill says a fund is being set up to fund these startups. Not only will they receive that direct funding from government, but um, third-party investors will receive preferential treatment if they give preferential treatment to the labeled startups. So if an investor invests, if if NIDA um, labels startup A as a labeled startup, mm -hmm. but doesn't label startup B, mm -hmm. an investor investing in A mm -hmm. will receive a 30% um, tax break. Mm -hmm. An investor investing in B will not. So uh, now, <laughs> I'm I'm I, I'm sorry. You know, you're talking about this, and 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 I'm getting the same feeling I was getting when I was reading this bill. A lot of alarm. You know, um, there's a lot of room here for patronage. There's a lot of room here for corruption. Are you not worried about that? Are you not seeing that, or am I being overly alarmed? No, definitely. Like I said, you know, in a thing like this, there's always both the pros and the cons. Mm -hmm. And when you're evaluating a policy, you have to call both out. Mm. And so it would be a disservice not to call out that, look, if a government agency is given this power... This much power. ...to choose who is a legitimate startup and who isn't, mm -hmm. and also to give incentives to the private sector to agree with that definition, mm -hmm. then there is an avenue where the right startups, in quotes, or like real startups doing real work. What's a real startup? Exactly. No, what I mean by that is, let's say there's some... There, now, and the, the bill also lists out the criteria okay. based on which um, a startup should be named a labeled startup. Talk to me about the criteria. Um, they should be in operation for less than 10 years while registered with the CAC. They should be um, working on a product or process that is based in tech or software they should own some proprietary tech or you know hardware or software so it's a tech have company at least one nigerian yeah. founder or co-founder uh, yes exactly right so now those criteria are there but those criteria are open to interpretation by the uh, council by the council the secretariat and it's um, the scf now let's see because we're looking at the potential downsides mm -hmm. let's say somebody in the council or the council in general has a whatever vested interest and decides that a startup that actually meets those criteria doesn't. Mm. And then another startup that doesn't meet those criteria does. Suddenly, the entire ecosystem of investors and partners and everybody has been given a 30% tax break incentive to agree with that incorrect labeling and to shun the startup that actually fits the criteria and support the startup that doesn't. But then even when, if that doesn't happen, even if there is no corruption there, there is also just the bottleneck. Because you have to ask yourself the question, how many startups can this council process, vet, and approve in a year? Right? Now, let's say, because every day, startups are coming up. You know, I see them in my job. And, you know, you have hundreds, thousands of them coming out. And right now, as it stands, they all have nominally access to the market, access to investors and everything. But now, suddenly, 
there is this bottleneck where you have to go and get approved by this government agency. And they have to label you as a legit startup. There's a process there. Now, the companies on the other side, investors and so forth, are waiting for the companies that come out of that pipeline and are, are you know, matching brick and not investing in companies that have not yet gone through that process. So suddenly, there's a danger that investment slows down while everybody's waiting for that 30% tax break in the ones who have gone through the process. Then you have to ask yourself, how efficient will government be in getting people through that process? I mean, we're here talking about NINs just um, recently here. Um, isn't there a danger that we end up with two classes of startups uh, and with all or most of the benefits going to one? I think that danger is apparent. It's clear that that danger exists. And um, in the wording of this startup bill, I don't think enough is done to protect startups that don't get labeled startups by the government. Hmm. And and not just that. And it's one thing. I think there's a difference between a situation where government says, you know what, we know that there are a few thousand startups out there where we, for what we have, our resources, we are going to focus on these 50 that we know we can help, right? And let the rest of the ecosystem handle the rest. That's fine. Now, that's one thing. But in this situation where government is giving incentives for the entire ecosystem to follow them, to choose those same label, 50 label startups that they, they've chosen, what ends up happening is what happens to those others, those other couple of thousand? Hmm. Will they end up getting neglected? Hmm. Or will they, will they end up fighting for the scraps? Hmm. So, there's, uh, so I think... The question here, there's, there's a quid bono question that has to be asked here. Who benefits? And do the benefits outweigh the potential costs? Do they? Well, that's a question, I think, for the, for the public to decide and the policymakers to decide. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that... In your opinion, who benefits? Well, in my opinion, whoever gets labeled as a labeled startup benefits the most. <laughs> but So the question now becomes, how, how transparent will that be? How wide will that umbrella Given be? Given the track record of all the other government agencies that currently exist and the work they're supposed to do and the services they're supposed to provide. And knowing that, one of the things about the tech ecosystem is how nimble it has to be, how quick decisions have to uh, 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 be, how quick uh, things have to move. Yeah. Is this thing necessary at this time? I think a lot of the... There's a lot of great stuff in this bill, mm. a lot of great um, benefits to the startup ecosystem. Like um, no, but I'll, I'll come to that. But I think I, um, I don't believe the benefits need this government endorsed labeling of legitimate label startups versus mm. non label startups. Mm. I think government can still provide all the help it needs to provide to the ecosystem in this bill without becoming the arbiter of who is a startup and who isn't. And um, so in terms of, like I said, funding, incentives for the private sector to invest more, um, putting money into training, development, to create more personnel for the ecosystem, mm -hmm. um, in reducing um, regulatory bottlenecks with um, intellectual property, with, um, with um, you know, the securities and exchange for investment. There are lots of things in the startup that are good, but I don't really see why... Um, it's only reserved for the label startups and it's only government who chooses who the label startups are. Lagos, join the conversation, shall we? Uh, let's hear your thoughts. Let's hear your questions. If you work in tech, if you are a founder, if you are in the industry, tell us what you think the problems in the industry are, uh, what you think you can be doing or shouldn't be doing to help. Uh, what do you think about this startup council and the secretariat deciding which companies get labeled as a startup and which companies don't? If you have questions for Chief Obofurabi, go ahead and ask. Just call him Chief Andy. I know that his surname uh, trips a lot of people up, uh, but j just Chief Andy is fine, or you can just call him Andy. It's fine. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Also, share your thoughts on Facebook 
Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Uh, as I predicted, we have lots of people already asking, how can they get in touch? I have a proposal you need to look at. <laughs> We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. That's for WhatsApp. And, and the phone number again is 0700-993-993-993. Uh, that's for men. For women, 01465-7190. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? This is Achike from First Start. Achike, welcome. Yeah, your Minister for Defense. I agree the High Chief there. <laughs> I agree too. Sandra, you know, I feel like when they bring these policies, as in the first thing that comes to my mind is based on what we have a government that has this attitude of, okay, like now, as I'm trading Forex, you don't give me constant like You didn't buy my laptop. You are not subsidizing data. You just say, oh, there's money here. And you come with this, your policies. I would expect this kind of thing. You call people like Chief. You call the people that made um, Paystack. And I understand they are lawyers that deal on uh, intellectual property. You sit these people down. You talk to them. In fact, for me, the thing they would even have passed with this bill is that at least let police stop, stop harassing people with laptop. That's the first step for me. <laughs> Do you know how many startups that have been killed at the hand of security? For, that is the first step for me. As in, not everybody with a laptop is a fraudster. I don't know what chief thinks. Or is there a way this startup can, like, as in have a discussion with them before they pass this deal? I don't trust government. Is this not the same government? You have people that voted against uh, independent transmission of power. You saw how CDM came down on um, cryptocurrency. As in, I don't know what they have to offer. All right. Thank you, Achike, for calling, Chief. Well, I think Achike, your Minister of Defense, uh, <laughs> I really like that he has boiled down some of the fundamental pain points for founders in the tech sector, people who are working in tech trying to build. Mm. Uh, basic things like internet connectivity. Mm. Uh, we just heard, I, I heard on your show as I was on my way in here, that um, the telcos want to raise um, prices by 40% right. because of you know energy uh, you know e energy costs going up and taxes on telcos going up. Right. So that's that's going to affect every startup because, you know, they all live by internet data costs. Right. right? That's one. Right. Um, you have, like you said, power supply. You know, they are running, you know, many of them are running um, generators around the clock just to, you know, keep things going. Right. Um, you know, then he talked about harassment by law enforcement. You know, these are things you talk to. I talk to founders every day. And these are the core things that disturb them, that worry them at getting their way. And really, I think... You don't need a startup bill to handle these things. Hmm. You just need um, execution of policies that are already in the books to handle those basic things. So the question now becomes, are those basic things being handled? And um, should we be talking about other things before we do that? All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Lagos is calling me. Uh, Lagos, keep those calls coming, okay? We'll take a very short break. When we come back, um, we'll talk to you and we'll talk to the chief. I have more questions. You know, we've talked about some of the potential benefits of this uh, bill. Uh, so you, you, you're going to break it down for me. We're, we're going to go into a bit more detail. So we'll talk about financing, for instance. So where does the money come from? You know, I have lots of questions and, you know, you're going to answer them for me. Uh, Chief Oboforibo is a product lead uh, at Founders Factory Africa. Founders Factory Africa is a venture capital firm and venture studio. And today he's talking to us about Nigeria's startup bill. How will it impact the tech, the tech uh, ecosystem. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. This is Balogun and Broad, our business segment on Hard Facts. Don't go away.
people are in business, but not everyone means business. The people who mean business never say no to money, cash, card, or transfer. These ones grab business opportunities with their full chest. <laughs> Keep an eye on things that matter like people, cash flow, and how it all adds up. They do not only know their onions, they know their numbers. They mean business. With number, you mean business. Visit www.number.com, that is N-O-M-B-A, number.com, to get started. This season, home will never be the same again. You mean home won't be? Honey, I'm home. Nah. What about this build to this house? No. This season, Netflix has given meaning to the word home because all the biggest and best Nollywood movies and series will be coming home to Netflix. Watch King of Boys 2, Rattlesnake, Omogetto, Castle and Castle 2, and more amazing titles coming this season. Nollywood is home. Download and sign up today on Netflix.com. to share at our iftar table filled with pasta, semo, noodles, and many more. Cook up nutritious meals and memories with our range of quality products from Golden Penny. Golden Penny, at the heart of the family. We are delighted to announce three flights a week from Lagos to Johannesburg. We now depart on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Come on board with us and let's go the distance. Booking now open. Visit flysaa.com. Dial 01-270-268125 or contact your nearest IATA travel agent. Ready to go the distance with South African Airways. No matter where you go, no matter how it be, I go Ramadan is the most special holy month. May the most merciful guide us better and bless us with all prosperity in life. From all of us at ShopRite, we wish our Muslim customers and staff a joyous and blessed Eid. At ShopRite, we have everything you and your family need to make this holiday a super one. Ramadan Mubarak. Many people are in business, but not everyone means business. The people who mean business never say no to money, cash, card, or transfer. These ones grab business opportunities with their full chest. <laughs> Keep an eye on things that matter, like people, cash flow, and how it all adds up. They do not only know their onions, they know their numbers. They mean business. With number, you mean business. Visit www.number.com, that is N-O-M-B-A, number.com, to get started. Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. How will 
the startup bill impact the tech ecosystem. Lagos, welcome to the Realest Business Show on radio. This is Balogi and Broad. I am Sandra Ezekesili. I have on the show with me somebody whose job uh, it is to build the tech sector. He does that for a living. He's a product lead at Founders Factory Africa. He's a, uh, well, Founders Factory Africa is a venture capital firm and a venture studio. He's also a friend of the show, Chief Andy Oboforibo. Um, good to have you here. And Chief has been uh, talking to us about um, the startup bill that has passed second reading in the House of Reps after being sent to the National Assembly by the presidency. The supporters of this bill say that it's going to help grow the Nigerian tech sector. I should remind you what our business um, hard fact today is. According to Tech Cabal's State of Tech in Africa report, the Nigerian tech sector received $540 million in venture capital funding in 28 deals in the first quarter of 2022. Uh, and um, this startup bill, amongst other things, um, wants to provide funding, for instance, for startups, at least the label startups are going to get uh, funding, amongst other things. Now, Chief, talk to me about um, the financing benefit of this um, startup um, bill. If it um, becomes a law, you know, talk to me about it. So, first and foremost, um, the bill, if it becomes a law, will set up a fund called the, uh, I think, the Startup Investment Seed Fund. That's right. It's going to be um, part of the NSIA, the National Sovereign Wealth Fund, basically. And um, that fund will be at the disposal of the council and its secretariat to provide seed funding, seed stage funding and pre-seed funding, early stage funding, basically, to Nigerian startups, labeled startups. <laughs> startups are labeled by the, mm. by the council and the secretariat. Mm. So, um, again, it's... When I say seed and pre-seed, I mean very, very early. Where will the money come from? Now, that is not clear in the bill. So, the bill says that the council and the secretariat will have the power to decide where the money for the fund will come from. So, that's basically giving them the right to levy from particular government revenue streams and say, you know, like for, for instance, like with the police fund, um, we know that, oh, okay, Companies in corporate income tax, a certain piece of the percentage of income tax goes to the police fund, for mm. instance. Mm. So the 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 bill li basically leaves that blank, and it's allowing the secretariat and the council to decide where the funding will come from. But we, but it's not actually spelled out. So that's <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think and, and I think that's an interesting point, and I'd really be interested to see what um, the National Assembly says about that because generally they tend to want to know where, you know, they have the power of the purse. Yeah. So they want they don't want to like leave a blank check for the executive to say, draw money from anywhere. Is the fact that it's a blank check a feature, not a bug? Well, well, I, I honestly can't say. Honestly can't say at the moment. Okay. That's uh, direct funding from government, right? How does this bill go about increasing private funding to startups? Yeah, so like I, like I mentioned, it incentivizes um, investment. Mm -hmm. So um, if you are an investor, and you invest in a labeled startup, you get a 30% rebate on your income, ta income tax. Mm -hmm. So if your income tax was meant to be, you know, 100,000 naira. No, 30% on, on uh, 30% tax break on all investments. Yes. So it's, an, yeah, it's a 30% break on the amount of money you invested. Mm -hmm. So let's say you invested 100,000. Your income tax was meant to be 1 million. Mm -hmm. It will now be... One million minus thirty thousand, mm -hmm. which is you know the the thirty percent of the hundred thousand you invested, mm -hmm. right? So that's the incentive for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So the more you invest, the the bigger your tax break, mm. right? Mm. That's one. Uh, also, um, your your staff, um, the staff that start. So if if you're one of the startups, staff working in that startup get a thirty five percent. Personal in income tax break. Mm -hmm. So what that means is, if now you are a developer or a designer or a product manager like mm -hmm. me, and you are choosing two startups to work for, mm -hmm. you if you you pay your tax rate, your normal tax rate, if you're going to a, a normal startup, mm -hmm. or if you're going to a labeled startup, um, you pay thirty five percent less tax. Mm -hmm. So it's an incentive to you know get, get people there. It also allows them 
technically to reduce their their wages a bit. Okay, Lagos, I want to keep hearing from you. Share, me, share your thoughts with me about this um, startup bill. Um, if, if you work in tech, if you're a founder, what do you think the problems in the industry are? What do you think you can be doing or shouldn't be doing to help with the problems? Do you think that this bill could solve some of those problems? Uh, 0700993 993-993-993. Your guest made reference to enlisting of startups uh in lagos by the government no did you say that no i've not mentioned lagos once <laughs> no not okay, at all i just mentioned lagos <laughs> <laughs> 99.3 hello sorry about that call back if you can 99.3 hello hello good to have good you on the evening. show good evening yes my name is michael hi, hi michael i'm a founder okay and ceo of Yamo uh, technology okay we basically do micro lending okay and, um we were set up 2019. Okay. You ask the question, what are the challenges? Mm-hmm. We've been paying taxes. Okay, the first year we couldn't pay tax for everything. On the next year, we were able to pay tax. And all, and all our staff mm. pay out to the tax. They go to the other place to have our staff. The number one problem for startups in Nigeria, for my own experience, I will be in the business since 2019. Is the enabling environment. It's not so much of the tax. We are paying tax, nobody has given us the tax break. So that has impacted us as much as the enabling environment. What do I mean? Are you, do you know that last month alone, we paid 306000 for diesel? Obviously, we don't have the company where we are working. We only rented a 80 square meter apartment in the house of BI mm. and we paid that amount for diesel. I told them the shutting down because I can't pay it two months in a row and I'll still be alive. Mm. So those basic things, power, light, um, what do you call it? Just enabling environment to make the business thrive. Mm. Don't give us that break. The investors that see the value we are creating mm. are already coming with their own funds. Mm. Just make the atmosphere conducive for us to share our ideas and make money for this nation. That, mm. For me, um, that's my own greatest challenge, enabling the environment. All right. Thank, Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. 99.3, hello. Yeah, President. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name? Oh, that's unfortunate. 99.3, hello. Hello. Good afternoon, President Sandra. Good afternoon to you. What's your name? Um, my name is Dulatobi Roland. Welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm not actually calling on to contribute on the show. Okay, then. 99.3, hello? Hello? Yeah, hello? Hello? Thanks for calling. What's your name? Yeah, good uh, Good evening. My name is OJ. Good evening, I'm OJ. From, yeah, I'm calling from uh, Ikeja. Welcome, OJ. Yeah, good evening, um, Chief. Uh, I greet you and thank you for all you do for the tech sector. Good evening, OJ. Thank you. Yeah, um... I'm a tech enthusiast. I I love what's going on in this sector and how Nigerians are pushing. But I'm not excited about this uh, commission or whatever that they get, or the bill as it is, mm. um, because setting up that commission is just going to be another. Um, it's just going to just going to go another. You know the way of all Nigerian agencies. You know, where we find a way of uh, relegating the best to the background and it becomes an issue of uh, chronism and all that. Because um, we we have several agencies in all sectors. There is the Federal Institute of uh, Industrial Research in Oshodi. There is Raw Materials Research and all these institutes and whatever. Then nothing is coming out of those places. Over the years, they're just, um, they're just um, what do you call a sinkholes for... For, for funds. Now, we're looking at the tech sector. Without the government's intervention, we see people, we've seen people that are coming up and doing a whole lot, you know, a whole lot of innovations and all that. All that, this, all that the young Nigerians need, fix infrastructure, fix the power sector, fix, uh, let, let it be ready, ready and, and uh, affordable access to internet. That is all these young Nigerians need. They don't need, they don't seek capital. It's it just, it just, it, 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 it's not even, it's not even uh, needed from the government. 
there are venture capitalists out, out there that once they see an idea, they are ready to follow up with their money. So the government, you know, coming up with this bill and, you know, having the president and the VP sitting on the board and meet that and all that and all that, sincerely, Sandra, I'm not excited about all this. I'm not. It's just going to be another waste of our time and our money. Thank you. OJ, thank you very much for calling. Cronyism was a word I was looking for um, when I said uh, a patronage system. But what do you think about uh, what he said? Yeah, I think the, the question, and it ties to what the previous caller said as well, which is that investors are already investing. Your business hard fact, you know, you're talking about almost, you know, half a trillion naira in the first three months of the year alone mm-hmm. going into the sector. Mm-hmm. So if the government is talking about creating tax breaks and all these other things to improve investment or increase investment, um, do you need the council to do it? Uh, no, I think the question I was going to uh, what I was going to say need was law to do it. Um, do we actually need government's help to increase investment in the sector, or is investment in the sector increasing anyway? And so, when you look at it in in those terms, um, the question becomes: Is this the best use of government's um, energy, attention, and efforts, or should government instead um, focus on? basic ease of doing business things which is removing you know in, in improving the regulatory environment streamlining that investment in infrastructure to bring down operational costs like energy costs and uh um internet connectivity costs and reliability and improving reliability and i think that's the critical question that has to be asked about this bill and i don't honestly think that the bill itself um orients government in the most ideal direction. We've got a comment here uh, on WhatsApp from Chooks in Ikeja. Chooks says, Sandra, um, from what the guest has said so far, I think that the government involvement here will end up being a stumbling block instead of facilitating or making things smoother for startups. Uh, thank you for taking my message, he says. All right, thank you so much for sending it in. We've got... Uh, Lots of people who are asking how they can get in touch with our guest. Well, he's on Twitter at Android O, so find him there. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? No special advice on you. Good to have you on the show, sir. Welcome. Go ahead. Double chief, good evening, sir. Good evening. A single chief or just one chief? Oh, not single? Yes. <laughs> no, for me, you are my double chief, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, chief Andy? Yes. Quick one, uh, President Sandra. I want to beg uh, Double Chief, this exception. I want him to help us. You, hello? Uh, his call, his client is not very clear today. I don't know what's happening with that. But we've got a message here from Tony. T- Tony's listening from Birmingham, Alabama. Tony says, Sandra, I'm not vast with what you're discussing, but there's something that I know too well, and that is that anything touched by government at any level in Nigeria usually ends up with no head or tail. And from what the guest is saying so far to me, it looks more like the government involvement in this regard will be a stumbling block um, to the startups instead. Dead, and not the other way around. All right. Tony from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you very much for your message. Uh, let's take one more call. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name? My name is Akbo. Akbo, welcome. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Uh, Chief, uh, I really appreciate, want to appreciate you for your efforts. You are doing a great job. Thank I you. want to make a suggestion, a quick one. Because uh, I, I'm open to work with a Chinese man some few years back, and one thing I've noticed about the Chinese man, Chinese way of doing business, I think they always take a one way of a one woman. Their Nigeria see problems, they see opportunities. And you can go and check so many Chinese companies, and in terms of this, our arts economy, everything, they are still surviving. I think their business model needs to go and be researched how Chinese companies are surviving this, our arts economy. I got one of the reasons. The guy I was working with before, so many particular things. And that's how those could be said. Any business are failed in Nigeria because of power problem. Say doesn't plan to do business in Nigeria. Because before you come to Nigerian economy, you know they have a power challenge. But you prepare for life from day one, you're coming to Nigeria. And he said most of the business are always prepared for that. When even anywhere they go, you prepare for the biggest challenge in that economy. 
All right. Thank you very much for calling. We've got a message here from Olumide who says, I haven't read the bill. My opinion, nevertheless, is this government should forget the bill. Every single government-related process just frustrates everyone. At this point, I think that this is a deli- this is uh, deliberate as it creates room for corruption and sharp practices. ASO has been on strike, yet we are to believe that they will improve startup tech, uh, startup tech-related education. Uh, government should just hands off. At best, let them be a VC for startups that meet whatever criteria they want. Chief, what do you think about that? Uh, first, I'll go back to that previous um, call about China. I think there's a difference between a company coming into a country backed with you know, a lot of funding coming in and they can they've assessed the market and then have the money to handle whatever challenges in the market. And startups. Startups, by the very definition, started out with very little money. That's why people like us at Fathers Factory were needed to put money into these startups. So um, somebody starting out with a clear idea of a problem in in their immediate environment and how they think they can solve it, but they're coming from the Nigerian system with no money in their bank account, no friends and family who can, you know, shell out a few million to help them start. I mean, you really can't compare them with a foreign company coming in. And we need, and these people need all the assistance they can get in terms of better connectivity, cheaper data, um, uninterrupted power, access to the basic infrastructure to get a company going. Oh, speaking of, uh, you know, funding and things like that, Number is doing great work, Yes. Yes, they are. They're doing some really, really great works. Um, so if you don't know about Number, Number is a business um, that helps people have access to tools that help simplify payment and drive your business growth, right? So everyone is so stuck on to right, um, actually doing the fiscal receipts, right? But Number operates in a very different way, right? So never watch your money walk away again because now you can receive all forms of payment i.e. cash, cards, or transfer, and view them on one unified dashboard real-time. No more physical receipts, no more credit books, right? You can keep track of your records and your per capita income and everything that has to do with numbers and your account details for your business through number. Now, I know it sounds very sophisticated and I know it sounds very, very complicated, but this uh, it's a very easy um it's a very, very easy equipment to use, right? And they've made it very relatable for everyone to use and gain access to it. So even if you're a small business owner, even if you're a very business, big business owner, even if you're just a retailer down the street, you can use number even as small as imalam right literally <laughs> number is accessible for everyone now for more information and details about number all you have to do is go to their website www.number.com that is www.number.com number is n o m b a or you can call them on 081 388 Five zero zero eight. That is zero zero one triple eight five zero zero eight zero one triple eight five zero zero eight. Okay, thank you very much uh, for sharing that with us. Now I have to come back to you, Chief. Of course, Lagos. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Balogun and Broad on Hard Facts. I'm Sandra Ezekwesibi, and this segment is the Realist Business Show on Radio. We talk about how the issues in the news affect businesses of all sizes and the people who work for these businesses. And this startup bill will. Um, affect the tech ecosystem. The question is how? And that's what we've been talking about on the show today. I've had as my guest a product lead at Founders Factory Africa. It's a venture capital firm. It's a venture studio. And uh, Chief Andy Obofurbo is also a friend of the show. And uh, he's talking to us about, well, this bill. And I have to quickly ask before we go. We've got about two minutes and then we have to like um, go for the news and come back and keep talking. But I have to ask, beyond funding... This bill also empowers the Secretariat to provide um, training for startups. We've mentioned this earlier, but I want us to get into a bit more detail. How will that work? Yeah, so there are multiple um, lanes for the for the training. First, there's direct training to the startups. So again, labeled startups mm-hmm. will now have access to... There's a portal that's going to be created. Mm-hmm. And through that portal, a founder 
or a worker in a labeled startup mm-hmm. can access specific training programs right. to improve them their work. Right. Now, who is providing those training programs? The secretariat directly itself, right. working with its strategic partners that right. provide different training. One of the these partners I specifically called out in the bill is the ITF, Industrial Training Fund. Right. So you have these tra- these uh, partners providing training through the portal for the startups. Mm-hmm. So that's it directly. Then there's also the indirect, which is meant to provide general upskilling for the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So there, um, the secretariat is going to collaborate with universities to create training programs within the schools for the various skills needed in the tech ecosystem. Then also... The um the secretariat intends to set up six you know digital centers, digital acquisition centers, one in each geopolitical zone. Will they have light? Well, that's a fair question, <laughs> but yes. So you have one in the southwest, south south, etc., and each of them is going to be providing direct courses. So that's the idea for trading. Okay, I will drag Chief back to the studio next Wednesday so that we can talk about this some more because it's such a vast subject and there's so much that the bill wants to take care of. There's so much that the bill wants to touch and I want to make sure, Lagos, that you have all the information you need about this bill to make up your mind if you want to support it or if you want to oppose it and if it's if it's too late to do either. But Chief, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you on Hard Facts. Always great to be here. I Sandra. will drag you back next week. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> Uh, so 5 p.m., uh, you know, make it a date, Lagos. Uh, let's keep talking about the startup bill. We'll take a break now, bring you the news at 6. After the news is done, we'll talk to our friends from CM Trading who want to talk to you about uh, Trading Forex. And then when they are done, you and I will talk again about um, our tournament, our play of debates that aired at 4 o'clock today. You don't want to miss this, really. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Don't go away. Quality electronics. Go for Polestar. Need it at your doorstep? Simply shop now. 99.3 Nigeria Info. We are more than just radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Nigeria Info FM. Check us out on Facebook at Nigeria Info 99.3. Follow us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM and on Instagram at Nigeria Info FM Lagos for live updates as it happens. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's